I am Cheryl Witten, and this is The Aromatherapist, where we discover the superpower of plants. This episode is brought to you by the brand new ebook, Diffusing for Beginners. I created this ebook because there's so much confusion around aromatherapy and diffusing, and so much discussion and so much debating about what is safe. This ebook breaks down the mechanism of smell, the real dangers in your home from synthetic scents, and explains how aromatherapy can actually transform your home and space into a clean and natural haven. Discover the safety considerations around certain conditions like epilepsy, asthma, children, how to diffuse around pets, and more. Experiment with 48 different all-season diffuser blends. Diffusing for Beginners is available now on Kindle. Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to cover a little bit more on the essential oils of the orange tree. Once we start to dive into the orange fruit and the oils that come from the orange fruit, and there's all kinds of different types of essential oils, it seems like, and how do we know which one is which and which ones do what? So when we look at essential oils from the orange fruit, many of them behave in similar ways. So we're looking at essential oils like bitter orange, sweet orange, tangerine, mandarin, kumbhava, clementine. These are all types of oranges. And some of these species, the species names are a little bit different depending on the essential oil that you're talking about, depending on the species that you're talking about. But generally speaking, these all behave in similar ways. Their their chemical composition might be a little bit different they tend to have very similar constituents, but maybe in differing, differing volumes or amounts might be found in the oil, but we tend to use them in very similar ways. So today we're going to talk about bitter orange versus sweet orange oil. So these are actually different species of oranges. However, there is some debate about that as well. But as I said, they're often used in similar ways. So both essential oils come from the fruit. These can be cold pressed from the rind of the fruit or steam distilled. So a steam distilled process produces an oil with a different aroma than the cold pressed version. And generally, the bitter orange has, as you would expect, a more sour or bitter aroma than the sweet orange, which is obviously sweeter and a little bit more of a juicier smell. I personally prefer the sweet orange oil because of the sweeter smell. So how do we tell the difference between these two? The orange species really gets confusing really quickly because there's so many types of oranges and so many different names and just species. The first thing to know is that sweet orange is most often just called orange oil. Bitter orange usually has that descriptor attached. Now, when we're looking at the other oranges and other types of oranges, it will be called tangerine or mandarin or kumbhava. It will carry that name. Sweet orange, which is the typical orange you see in the store, the typical juicy orange, the orange oil that comes from that product, that fruit, is typically just called orange oil. Bitter orange is also called sour orange or Seville orange, and it typically has that descriptor attached to it. The most important information here, however, is going to be the citrus name. So bitter orange oil is called citrus orantium. Sweet orange oil is called citrus sinensis. There's a bit of a debate about whether sweet orange oil is its own species or if it's a variety of bitter orange. So sometimes 
sweet orange oil might be called citrus orantium var sinensis, which means variety sinensis. Sometimes sweet orange oil might also be called citrus orantium dulcis. When we're talking about just a basic label and just the basic name of it, it's going to be either sweet orange or simply orange oil. Orange trees have been around for a long time. And we talked about the origins of the bitter orange tree in our other episodes. The sweet orange tree, however, appears to be native to Asia, though some published literature also says India, and it is now grown worldwide. It does best in warm climates, and the warmer states of the USA are actually responsible for massive production of sweet oranges. And sweet orange is more popular than bitter orange, and makes up most of production. Sweet orange is actually a hybrid between mandarin and pomelo, which appears to have occurred centuries ago in India, Asia, or China, which may account for some of the confusion around its origins. So it's not considered to be wild, and it is one of the most popular trees that's grown in the world. So You should be wary of anyone who claims to have wild orange oil from indigenous citrus sinensis. It's very unlikely that that is actually the case. It is not considered a wild tree as it was cultivated centuries ago. And because oranges are so readily available, it's probably a farmed product. Because oranges are so readily available, It actually doesn't take much product to make this oil, so it's generally speaking a very affordable oil. So both the bitter orange and the sweet orange are consumed regularly. Both oils are used as flavoring agents in sodas, flavored waters, syrups, alcohol, gum, candies, dressings, and marinades. The oils are also used in flavoring for those types of products, but also in fragrance, cosmetics, and cleaning products as well. Oranges, dried peels, and extracts from oranges have been used for years and used traditionally. We consume oranges for dietary vitamins, antioxidants, flavonoids. Traditionally, bitter orange is used for indigestion, nausea, constipation, and as a tonic. And sweet orange has been used traditionally for similar reasons. Constipation, cramps, loose bowel, cough, cold, stress, anxiety, weight management, heart health. And bitter orange is actually a very common traditional Chinese medicine product as well. Within that, if you've ever searched bitter orange on the internet, you've probably encountered articles about bitter orange being used in weight loss pills and the dangers of bitter orange. This appears to be extracts and dried bitter orange. So it would be powdered dried bitter orange. So the information around this is that bitter orange is dangerous. At least that's what all the internet says. And bitter orange is typically used in the weight loss pills or weight loss products as an extract or powdered dried bitter orange. These products are not the same as aromatherapy. Bitter orange in these products appears to be used in place of ephedra. And this herb is banned because it's linked to raising blood pressure and increasing the risk of heart attack. Bitter orange is said to contain a form of synephrine, which is similar to the main chemical in ephedra called ephedrine. And this 
Seneferin has a similar structure, but it isn't exactly the same way. It doesn't have exactly the same pharmacological properties, but it is used in place of ephedra. The NCAA of the United States has banned supplements that contain this seneferin from bitter orange because it's considered a stimulant. So there isn't any good research on bitter orange supplements for weight loss. Also, we know how terrible in general weight loss pills are. Comparatively, some of the research we do have about it and its negative side effects show that it was part of products that contained other ingredients. So it's not exactly clear whether this ingredient does cause this kind of reaction exactly. So it's not exactly clear if it was specifically that ingredient. You naturally consume seneferine from eating the bitter orange or drinking orange juice. So eating it in food sources is generally considered safe. Some say normal doses of bitter orange are not considered to be a stimulant. In Canada, the government does not allow supplements or extracts that combine caffeine and seneferin and seneferin that is either sourced from bitter orange or other plant sources. It doesn't allow ephedra either, but it has a dose limit for bitter orange, and it states that use under certain amounts is safe, providing you read the label for drug interactions and contraindications and dosage and speak to a healthcare provider based on a long history of safe use of bitter orange in traditional Chinese medicine. So basically, they're saying this herb has been used for a long time. It has a history of safe use, but let's not combine caffeine and seneferin that comes from bitter orange together. And let's not go above this certain amount. So I wanted to bring that up because if you Google bitter orange, that's going to come up. It just will. So here's the thing that I want to talk about. Essential oils are not the same as extracts or supplements. Dried herbs, dried powder bitter orange, for example, is not the same as bitter orange essential oil. So how does this factor in? How does this seneferin piece factor into bitter orange essential oil? To the best of my knowledge and my research, bitter orange oil does not contain seneferin. It is made up of 90 to 95% limonene. We've talked lots already about limonene and its effects and why we love it, but it also has beta-mercine, linalool, bergaptin. Comparatively, sweet orange oil is also mostly limonene, and it also contains beta-mercine and linalool. So my conclusion, this is not a concern with the essential oil. If someone has other research that can, they can show that to me from verifiable sources, then I would love to hear from you. So please send me your information. I typically do not use bitter orange. I would choose sweet orange oil anyway. Today, bitter orange and sweet orange oil are used in very similar ways. So we apply it topically for antifungal purposes like ringworm, jock itch, athlete's foot. Uh, Both essential oils are antifungal. It is diffused or also applied topically for stress reduction, anxiety, low moods. It's considered to be a sedative, a relaxant, calmative. It also has antibacterial properties. So it's used for blemish prone skin. 
applied topically for digestive aids. So we, this is probably one of my favorite ways to use this essential oil, especially sweet orange oil, is in indigestion, constipation, flatulence, nausea, pain associated with digestive health problems. So it's considered to be a carminative, which means to dispel gas, and antispasmodic, which is going to help with that or the other way to say that is it's a spasmolytic. So it's going to help with that smooth muscle that's in your intestines. Help those spasms to relax. Orange oil works for the limbic application, which is the effect of essential oils on the limbic brain through the sense of smell. It's known that inhaling components of citrus oils are able to influence activity of brain areas like the hypothalamus and hippocampus. We also know that orange essential oil is able to reduce salivary cortisol levels simply by inhaling it. And we also see in research that orange, sweet orange essential oil is effective for anxiety reduction and stress reduction in children as well. And that it has this effect just by inhaling it. So these two are slightly different plants, slightly different chemical composition, but overall very similar. And same with the other types of orange oils, um, fruit oils. And we see them used fairly interchangeably. The biggest difference here is going to be that smell. And you're going to have something, they're still going to smell fairly the same, like oranges. But the bitter orange is going to have a little bit sharper of a smell. And I just really prefer that sweet orange because it's sweeter and it's just a yummier smell. All right. So let's talk about contraindications. Who should not use this or how should we be careful with these essential oils? The first thing is given the bergaptin found in bitter orange oil, it is considered phototoxic. So you're going to want to avoid sunlight or UV light for 12 hours after application. Sweet orange oil is not considered phototoxic. So we've covered a whole episode on phototoxicity, so you can go and listen to that as well and what that means. Really, it just means it's going to increase the risk of sunburn if you go outside into the sunlight after applying that essential oil to the skin. Both essential oils are otherwise considered fairly gentle and safe to use. Sweet orange oil may cause irritation to the skin. It's not a super irritating oil like cinnamon or thyme or oregano, but it has definitely been known to irritate. And so you'll want to dilute that before applying it to the skin. Sometimes kids will find that it's irritating. Their skin's a little bit more sensitive. And so it can be irritating to their skin. So just apply that before or dilute that before applying. Citrus essential oils in general are known to oxidize really quickly. So oxidized essential oils are likely to cause skin irritation. So with these orange oils... You want to make sure that you're storing them with the lid tightly secured in a cool, dark place. Some people prefer to store them in the fridge, which works. Some people just want to put them in a cool area of the house. Main points here, don't leave them out, you know, with the lid off. Don't leave them in your hot car. Don't put them on the, the windowsill because if you have sun there it's, and it's heat, it will cause them to oxidize. And also just make sure you use their oils up rather than letting them just sit First of all, it's a waste of money, (laughs) but also it will cause them to oxidize over time. So older essential oils don't go bad, but they may oxidize, which may irritate your skin if you try to use it. So make sure if you are using, if you have an older oil and you're not really sure it could be, it could be oxidized, just dilute it before applying. 
general recommendation is to dilute essential oils before applying anyway, so that's a good practice to adopt. Overall, both essential oils are quite safe. Sweet orange especially is great for children. It's one that we use all the time. It's great to diffuse in their spaces, so childcare spaces, spaces where they're learning, school environments. These are going to be places that orange is really great. There really are no contraindications with this essential oil, especially in a diffuser, so long as, you know, you're not so long as you're using common sense practices here. But it really smells wonderful, reduces anxiousness and stress. And has that physiological response of reducing cortisol, which makes it great for children. And it also promotes happy moods and good spirits. I mean, orange just smells so good. And whenever you put it in the diffuser, it just smells so good. It's also really great upset tummies for children. So take a little bit of that with a bit of carrier oil and apply clockwise on the tummy. It's going to help little children's tummies My advice is to find yourself a high quality sweet orange oil to add to your remedy cabinet. And this is one that is very affordable and one you are absolutely going to love. All right, beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening today. If you feel so inclined, please subscribe, rate, and review this show. For show notes and more information on essential oils, please visit livelovelemon.com forward slash podcast and we love to know what you're up to and how you're using your essential oils so head over to instagram and find us at the aromatherapist podcast my name is cheryl witten and i am your aromatherapist we have to share with you this obligatory disclaimer Information in this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a replacement for medical advice or for professional aromatherapy consultation. If you need medical care, please visit your physician. Speak to your primary care provider, pharmacist, and a qualified aromatherapist before commencing any programs.